It is the edge. John Ben and Sharon brought to you by Helen Stein Brothers. Uh, Jono, what's going on? You've turned up to work today looking like you're at a Game of Thrones. That's good. I'm in the middle of a Game of Thrones shoot at the moment, but, actually. Oh, no, seriously. So you're dressed like one of the characters from Game of Thrones. This is so exciting. So are you going themed sex tape? <laughs> that is great. Medieval, just like Game of Thrones. Yes, I am doing it with my family. <laughs> I'm, I'm keeping true to the storyline. I wish I hadn't asked you that, but it is a cracker show this afternoon. We've got five grand to give away. With Hold Pick on, Mum. I'll just finish this. Four o'clock, you can win five grand. And if you love Taylor Swift, then The Edge is the station you want to be listening to this afternoon because we have her new song coming out around about four o'clock. So just keep it on The Edge and you will hear it as soon as it comes out. She's going to email it through as soon as she's finished it. Okay. <laughs> that's that's exactly what's happening. Did you get it to MP3 or just a WAV file? I asked her for a WAV file. A WAV file quality. 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 Okay. Uh, But next on the show, uh, some boys overseas got locked in um, quite, a, quite a weird location to spend a whole night. And I what they you. did was quite... I, I didn't think I'd do that what they did. Really? No. Well, not to that level, mm-hmm. would you? We'll get to this next. I don't know the bloody story you're talking about, <laughs> John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. I don't know if you guys saw this, uh, but two boys in Scotland, they're aged about 12, 13, got locked in a supermarket overnight. Oh, what On purpose? Dream. Yeah. On they, purpose. They hid from security, mm. and then uh, the supermarket closed about 10 o'clock, and then the next morning when it opened up around about 7, uh, <laughs> they found them in there, and they'd, they'd mowed through $500 worth of food and alcohol. These are 12, 13-year-old kids. Well, what if you were 12 or 13 and you'd been locked into into a uh, supermarket, of course you're going to be, like, having your, a sip of your first beer, aren't you? And then, like, but 500 bucks is a lot to mow through, though, isn't it? Of well, the, obviously they've got good taste. They went top shelf, straight to the Verve Clicquot. What would you? What shop would you want to be locked into? What, if you could spend Ooh. a night in one store, what would it be and what would it do? Rebel Sport. <laughs> He's such a sport geek. Whenever we film anything in Rebel Sport, he's like, oh, I tell you, just love being in a sports store. Oh. He's loving it. He's all of a sudden passing rugby balls around. He's like, oh. Such a freak. Putting on the gridiron gear and stuff. He's like, oh, just be like, oh, mm. oh right. Look at these, mate. Look at all the sports gear. Like a little running track. You do some stuff. You do some hurdles, jumping over stuff. Oh, it'd be great. He's always sleep like, in a tent. Can I tell you something yeah, about Ben? Ben has always wanted to wear a pair of Warriors stubbies, but his legs are too small. <laughs> and every time we walk in, he's like, oh, what do you reckon? Do I try reckon? them on every summer, and I'm like, I think I'm, I think because I see other people wearing them, I'm like, yeah, they look they look good, and I try them on. I'm like, nah, nah. yeah, not like, for you, not for two, me. Looks like two toothpicks in a potato sack. <laughs> if I could get, you're, you're throwing a stone in a glass house, Jonathan Pryor. I have I have fantastic calf muscles. Yeah, but skinny thighs. You got big calves and like no thighs. He's got big ugly white legs. And then a big ghetto booty. All right, booty. What, what store do you want to be locked in? I would want to be locked in a McDonald's, and I would oh, just yeah. create. All the different sorts of McDonald's burgers that I've ever wanted to try. That's what I would do. Jono, wig shop? I'm not even going to give mine. No, 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 I'm giving mine. Stop guessing mine. I will say mine. Hat store. Alcohol store. It would 100% be a booze shop. I'm not even saying now. I'm not even You're right, Sharon. What is it? You're right, booze shop. What was it? Liquor King. Nice. <laughs> Look at land. Oh. <laughs> right under the edge. What store would you like to be locked in overnight and what would you do? And we'll see if we can make it happen over the weekend. What? What? Yeah, I'm committed to this phone <laughs> topic. Are you? John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Bex, welcome to the show. If you were stuck in any store, what would it be and what would you do? Um, I would say the warehouse. You'd the, say the warehouse? That's where everyone gets a bargain. And what would you do if you were stuck inside the warehouse overnight? I would go hunt on all the like lollies, chocolate. Oh, yeah. Then I'd dress up, take photos, you know. Well, you dress up in like dressing gowns and. <laughs> you got lots of options. Wear yeah. dressing oh. gowns and some 
some cargo shorts or something, colouring in. Anything and everything. And I've actually just decided that I'm going to attempt it. Oh, oh good you're going to attempt it. Okay. Whoa, whoa, okay. Well, That's we, my kind we, of girl. Good on you, Bex. <laughs> we uh, you wash our it. hands of that. She's definitely going to be a stuff.co.nz <laughs> headline on Monday. <laughs> hey, Pauline, what store would you want to get stuck in and what would you do? Well, I would hide in the Snow Planet shop and when it is all closed, you've got the gas fire burning, you've got the restaurant cafe, you've got the bar. And you've Hold got on, Pauline. Do you work for Snow Planet? Because <laughs> this sounds like a bloody infomercial. <laughs> you go um, sledding, you, you go You can skiing. hire gear there as well. <laughs> snow Planet for all <laughs> your snow needs. <laughs> tubing, yeah, tubing's great. Yeah. And if you'd like to contact Snow Planet, 09438 <laughs> Too, would be great. You don't have to worry about anyone else in there. That would be great. You, you don't want anyone else to see you when you're arsing over half trolley <laughs> going down Snow Planet. <laughs> hey, Pauline, hold the light. We're going to hook you up with our must-have this week from CoverGirl, all right? Woohoo! Thank you. Good on you, no Pauline. Worries. Do you know I've got a story about Snow Planet? Last time I was at Snow Planet, Bam Margera, remember him from Jackass? Oh, yeah. 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 Had, an, had an interview with him Monday morning, and he'd been doing something Sunday night. He literally could not walk. He went to get dragged. Maybe he'd been at Snow Planet by himself the yeah. night before. They, dra- they dragged him in. Two people were holding him up. And they're like, he's had a bit of a big night. I'm like, well, why did you bother driving him out to Snow Planet? I reckon. Did, did he, you do the interview? No, he passed out on a couch. Wow. Oh, and they had to carry him out again. Pauline, it sounds oh. like Bam Margera lived your dream. Uh, totally. <laughs> to be honest, it looked pretty bleak in person, Pauline. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Happening next Friday. Exactly a week away. We're taking over time zone. We've decided that we're going to go into a time zone and we're going to play the games until we win a toy from my daughter Sienna who wanted that Hatchimal. 5,000 tickets worth. We're just going to, uh, we're not going to stop until we get It'll be fun. I'm tickets. I don't know how, it's, how long it's going to take to get 5,000 tickets, but I don't think the three of us can just do it on our own. No, we need to pull together as a family unit, us, you, anyone, and uh, really make Ben be a better father to his child. <laughs> yeah, so, thanks, guys. Uh, Here's a lot. 0800 The Edge, have you got any skills that you think could transfer to arcade games that could uh, print us out tickets? Like, for example, if you're a crane driver, you'd be really good at that claw game. Yes, I mean. or a that's surgeon. a good point. Surgeon. <gasps> surgeon would be good at the claw really game good. as well. Why, I was would, a, why would a surgeon be good at the claw game? You know, like they're good at, you know, the details and just, like, getting stuff out. Mate. Oh, yeah. Let's not get this type of thing, mate. Let's just say They've something. They've got careful hands, yeah. nice and steady. Maybe you're Willie Appiata and you're quite good at the uh, the shooting arcade game. You're, you're from the army. Yes, yes, yes. That's true. John's already called up on 0800 The Edge. John, what could you bring to the table for our uh, little time zone adventure? What's that, sorry? What could you bring to the table, John? Okay. Um, I think got... this is the moment where we realised John wasn't calling up <laughs> okay. for that. Good on you, John. <laughs> Literally. John, just say you're a bloody surgeon and you'll be good at the claw game. Can you just say that? You're a surgeon and you'll be good at the claw game. Just say that. I, uh, I work for Coca-Cola and I can bring as much Coke as you want. Okay, that's okay. a pretty good offer, actually. not going to help us awesome. at all, Thank but it's you. a wonderful offer. Thank you so much. Well, Thank we you, do John. need refreshments. Every person has a rider, don't they? <laughs> True. Hope, Hope, what Why can you do? Why are we going to live no, calls on this, Don't guys? do it again. Hope, don't, don't do it again. Know. What can you bring, Hope? Mate, what can you, you bring? Said that wasn't the Not plan. me, but my brother-in-law. He is amazing at Time Zone. Great. Okay, really? what's his name? Jake Drake. Jake, Jake Drake. Drake. 
That's it's a, a cool badass name. name, too. It's a great name. Okay, a great name. all right, we'll get Jake Drake's number and uh, see how many tickets we can bleed out of him. Sounds bloody excellent to me. But maybe your skills can't help us. You know, maybe you can help in another way. Mm. Maybe you could come down to some neck rubs. Yeah, maybe. Just people get RSI, like, you know, and it comes from the neck, doesn't it? Yeah, or maybe you have an excess of something in your house from time zone. While you go about your day looking at those funny memes of Donald Trump staring at the eclipse, a little girl waits. While you go looking around your neighborhood for all those horny single people who are conveniently in your area, a little girl waits. The rugby league cards? How about those? No. You have rugby league cards with the tickets. While you stand at the petrol pump with the petrol thing sitting in your gas hole and the fucking attendant won't release the pump because it's on prepay and he doesn't trust you! A little girl waits. She waits and hopes that one day her dad may love her and win her that unachievable toy from the arcade prize wall. It's 5,000 tickets. For the cost of only 5,000 novelty arcade tickets, you can save a little girl. Save her from thinking her dad isn't a complete tight ass. So please, donate your arcade tickets to the Sienna Boyce Ticket Amnesty at the Sienna Boyce Ticket Amnesty, P.O. Box 47560, Ponsonby, Auckland. Do your part, New Zealand. 5,000 tickets is all it takes to buy a little girl a toy that you could get for a quarter of the price at a normal retailer. Adrian, what can you bring to the table, babe? Um, me and my girlfriend, we went to the arcade the other day and we won 3,500 tickets in just under an hour. Just what? under an hour? Doing what? Who wants to be a millionaire game? Oh, wow. Okay, we need you there. Hold there, Adrian. He can be a trivia expert that we take in. Everyone's got to have the. We've got to be like the Avengers, aren't we? The arcade Avengers. Like Everyone's got to have their special set of skills. Evan, what can you bring to the table? I'm pretty good at ski ball. Ski ball, okay. And how many tickets can you win off a ski ball? Is it a quite a profitable game? Uh, yeah. Yep. Well, yep. I reckon you should take the whole day off school and hang out with us in the arcade. Oh, uh, yo. That'd yo. be cool. Yeah, we'll smoke some ciggies and do everything. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> good on you, mate. Thank you, Evan. Appreciate that. Um, I've got some skills. What are your skills? I'm a good butt slapper. Good but seven. Good for morale. I don't morale. think that's going to help anyone. Good for morale. I don't think it's going to help morale. anyone. When morale, no, when morale gets low, I'll be like, bang, Normally get up there, Ben. Is the getting low? Guess who will provide them? The morale guy. <laughs> he's no good at anything else. <laughs> Nothing else. Just there for morale. Basically, he's just dead weight and he won't leave. Kendall <laughs> <laughs> coming up for you next. Do you want a butt slap, Ben? Come over here, man. Let me, uh, let me slap your butt. Uh, okay, Why right. do you always have to touch each other's butts? Oh, nice. You touched Jono's butt the other day oh, and now, Ben. Have a good show, mate. There you go. Have a good show. Get back out there. That's good. Morale's up. Morals and awesome. Cheers. Get over here, mate. No. <laughs> you are not touching my butt. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. I was reading a story on the internet. HTTPS colon slash slash forward slash google.com. And then I typed into that. <laughs> Just get to your story. Jeez. I t- you know what I was actually You're looking for? infuriating sometimes. I was looking to it's fill it. It's can't remember the story. No, no, no. I was looking for, I actually typed in odd funny news. <laughs> to talk about on radio. Can I pull back the curtain? When you, you just when did. you struggle to come at, come up with anything good for the radio show, you like weird news stories. Yeah, well, my, I go odd funny news. <laughs> anyway, I clicked on a very odd funny news story. Okay. <laughs> now it, this one took me to https thesun.co.uk. Oh. Okay. Now the story was about this guy in England. So he is dating this girl for three years. It's Christmas time. 
she goes home for a week. Sounds like an old story. To see her family. It's Christmas time. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. He's talking about it now. It happened at Christmas time. Okay. So it's Christmas time. She goes home for a week to see her family. While she's gone, he packs up all his stuff and moves, leaves, doesn't even say anything to her, to another country. Just ghosted her. Completely disappeared. Wow. Now, is this an odd and funny news story? Well, I found it odd and funny. <laughs> well, but the, the funny bit is, the amusing part is about to come. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. so he, for 10 years or whatever, he's been living in Spain or, or maybe Russia, Russia with the Ruskies. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's been over there, mate. Drinking, you're naughty. Drinking vodka with the Ruskies. Okay. okay, so all of a sudden, in his line of work, they're like, welcome everybody to our new boss. Mm. It's his bloody ex-girlfriend that he ghosted. <gasps> is now his new boss. No, no way. Odd and funny. That is odd and funny. <laughs> it is, that right. is odd and funny. How's it's that? good. It's good. So what I wanted to, I wanted to open up an odd and funny phone topic on the radio this afternoon. <laughs> yep. 800 there is the telephone number. Um, the weirdest places you bumped into your ex. Okay. Ex locations. Okay. What happened? Ben, you kick it off, mate. I can't try. Well, I will after this uh, next time. You can't remember, can you? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Where's the worst place I've bumped into my ex? Oh, it was a public toilet, actually. Was it? Yeah. Was I, was your walk- ex? I was walking out, she was walking in. <laughs> Sorry, that was a joke. <laughs> eh? It was my ex. <laughs> Too soon, yep. This guy called Grant, I met on Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> we decided to meet her. He was meeting someone else there and I was meeting another person. No, the funniest place, you know, uh, weirdest place I've seen an ex mm? was uh, when last year Clint, who I used to do the show with, was DJing at Future Fount Sound System. And uh, the guy helping him with his laptop was my ex-boyfriend. And I was standing there and I was like, oh, God. Oh, really? Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, 800 The Edge, though. Where have you run into your ex? Ben, have you thought of a funny story? No, nothing odd, nothing funny. You said oh. we were going to come back. Oh, no, but nothing. I, I run into one. your ex, uh, Robert Taylor, in the in the kitchen every day. My old co-host? Yeah. Oh, you think that's bad? Well, do you know why I don't go to tapings of the Jono and Ben TV show anymore? Because Jono and Ben hired my ex-boyfriend. And so if I go to their taping, then I will see him. She's such a good he's guy. Great, eh? I'll tell you what, his ex-girlfriend... I'm not even joking, by the way. His, they actually have. Yeah. yeah. His ex-girlfriend really did him a, a good one, didn't she? Yeah. Did him over. He's had yeah. two girlfriends since me, so yeah. that's oh, really mean the to them. We mean you. <laughs> <laughs> he's such a good guy he's to hang out with. Like, I'm going to hang out with him this weekend. You want to come? so chill and relaxed. <laughs> We're all going to hang out together. Yeah, I tell you what, we'll the watch next, the fight on Sunday. The next girl that gets him is going to be a lucky oh, lady. Oh yeah, never let one go like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I went under the edge. You like small days. All right, I went under the edge. Where did you run into your ex? I bumped into my ex. I left Hamilton, went to Auckland for a job, um, selling cell phones. Turned out we were in the same mall as opposite end of the mall, selling cell phones for the opposition. Oh, oh. kind of works quite well, eh? Yeah, kind of. Did he get a frosty reception? <laughs> oh, no, I think I did. Oh. Oh, There's a bit of a s- cell phone coverage. Oh, reception. I, I was, thinking, I I was focusing it. on the frosty. I didn't quite get it. it no, I don't yeah. know. Maybe it I should have gone, me. did he get a frosty reception? <laughs> there you go. Uh, no, it was me. Oh, no, okay. it's still not. Okay, thanks, Michelle. Thanks, <laughs> Michelle. Oh, that's that gag yeah, got a bad reception. It's not, it's I, not, I enjoyed it. I laughed every time. Yeah, well, it's not Rochelle. It was definitely the comedy. Yeah. If you can call it that. <laughs> hey, Verge, well, tell us now, where was the most awkward place you ran into an ex? Hey, um, so I actually ran into my ex at a uh, family member's funeral for my current boyfriend. <gasps> oh, oh yeah. damn. Daniel over the bloody asparagus rolls and the, and the old mini quiches. <laughs> it's a different one there. Yeah, that's what they always serve at funerals. Great uh, food, great food. But anyway, 
Yeah, it turns out that they're, um, they're actually cousins, and um, I met my current boyfriend uh, through my ex. <laughs> Wowzers. Oh, really? So you knew they were related? Um, yes, I actually did know that they were related. Um, I, yeah, he contacted me through Facebook because he knew me through my ex. So, yeah, it's kind of thanks to the ex that we're dating at the moment. Oh, there oh, you go. Thanks, there you go. thanks Nikita. You, you know what they say? What? What's that? Oh, I was hoping you were going to ask me that. <laughs> <laughs> and Georgia, welcome to the show. Uh, <laughs> what are you sending? What are, are you looking at my face? It was a, shot, a look of horror and shock. You look scared. I thought I'd push the wrong button, but we're all right. Georgia, what was the most awkward run-in for an ex you've had? Um, I ran into my ex where I was working. Where was that? Wow. Yeah, and I had to actually serve him and his girlfriend that he left me for. Oh, God. That is the worst. Damn. Were you working in a restaurant or something? Yeah, I was working at Lone Star. Oh, did you think that? Did she know? Um, I'm not sure if she knew, but... Um, oh, did he just pretend not to know you? Uh, yeah, pretty much. <gasps> wow. That is so annoying. I would have I would have spat in their food. Did you spit in their food? No, um, my boss was very understanding and let me go home. Oh, what a good boss. What a really good boss. Thank you for your call and thank you all for taking part in Jono's <laughs> odd and funny news segment. It'll be back same time, same place next week for more odd and funny news. Jono, Ben and Sharon. On the edge. It is the carpool quiz. The carpool quiz. The carpool quiz. This is not the carpool quiz music. Every time we do the carpool quiz... You a have much to play the same song. Beloved yeah. segment of the show. And this is it. The carpool quiz. That's no, that's not it. We all sing the intro. That's not the music. I couldn't find the music. You couldn't find the music? Find the music. I you, not, you have one job. We're not going to do the carpool quiz if you can't find the music. The carpool quiz. No, that's not it. It's just as good, if not better. No. That's not it. Okay, Keep looking. Keep looking. Oh, for goodness. We're not going to do it. I'm, well, I'm not going to do it. I've been trying. I've been looking in quiet during the song, just trying to find it in silence. I didn't well, want to tell you I'd lost it. You need it. to find it because we can't, we can't do it with the wrong song. It's like saying, um, hey, Hold on. Taylor yeah. Swift, do you want to come out and sing Shake It Off? And then she comes out and she sings Shake It Off, but she sings it completely differently. Hold on, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. The couple quiz. Here we go. The couple quiz. It is the couple quiz. The couple quiz. The couple quiz. 0800 The Edge. You call up, you answer a question from your car. If you get it right, you win a prize. You then decide if you want to go to the next listener in their car to win two prizes each, so on and so forth. Welcome to the show, Amber. How are you this afternoon? I'm good. How are you? Oh, we're doing well, Amber. Fantastic. Now, are you ready to play... The, the couple, couple quiz. Amber's playing. The, the couple, couple quiz. quiz. Sing along, Amber. The, the couple, couple quiz. The couple, the couple quiz. quiz. The couple, the couple quiz. quiz. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first question, Amber. Ooh. Legendary All Black Colin Meads. What was his nickname? Ooh, Colin Meads' nickname. Oh my God. <laughs> He's. We may have stumped her. <laughs> that was a good oh. clue. A little bit of a clue there. I'm pining for Stumpy? an answer. Stumpy. What? Donkey? Stumpy. Pine tree. Oh, oh pine, pine tree. tree. Oh. Correct. That is correct, Amber. Now, would you like to keep your prize, which this afternoon is our Edge must-have this week, which is a CoverGirl set, including the Easy Breezy Brow Mascara and the new So Lashy Mascara. Uh, do you want that, or would you like to double the prize and go to the next caller? 
She's going to be greeting. Greedy, She's going to be greeting. Guts. Please welcome to the Carpool Quiz, Amy. Hey, Amy. The Couple Quiz. Amy's on the phone. The Couple Quiz. The Couple Quiz. The Couple Quiz. Okay, Amy, here's your question. Two prizes each for you and Ambo. No pressure. What is Taylor Swift's real name? Oh, that's a good one, Ben. Amy, what is Taylor Swift's real name? Oh, is it not Taylor Swift? Well, it's up to you, Amber. Amy, Amy, is that it? Or has she got another name? Um, I, I think that's it. Damn it, we were hoping you were going to get that wrong. <laughs> well done! That's correct! Two prizes each. <laughs> okay, this is the point where we start to get nervous. Oh, no. We're about to, we have to try oh, and find God. nine okay. prizes. Okay, okay. okay, so we came up with a... Okay, all right. So uh, we're do, you want me, to, do you want to go to the next car and risk oh. all of it for three prizes each, or do you want to call it a day? Oh, what does the first person think? What do you reckon, Ambo? I reckon call it a day and get two prizes. Yeah, I'll be keen to call it a day. Thank you. Thank you so much. Amy and Amber, thank you so much for playing the Couple Quiz. Sing along. The Couple Quiz. Sing along if you know the words. The Couple Quiz. The Couple Quiz. The Couple Quiz. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. I heard that John Mayer has started a Taylor Swift anonymous group where everyone that's been dissed in a Taylor Swift song gets to go and talk about their feelings because his one was... Did you ever hear his one? What's his one? His one was called Dear John. It was an album track. It was... Brutal. Wouldn't it be unkind? It'd be kind of like a badge of honour, though. Wouldn't it be just in a Taylor Swift song? Not that song. That song was a. That was a. Oh really? Horrible song. Yeah. Well, well it was just. It was a real. She was very heartbroken because I think she lost her V plates to him. I think that's what you get from the song. But uh. like she, she really was broken hearted and fair enough because it sounded like he treated her like crap. But mm. man, he got owned by name. The only person she's ever sung about by name, by apart name? from this guy Stephen. But no one knows who he is. Uh, I lost yeah. my V plates to Ben. I wrote you a beautiful song, didn't I? <laughs> How did the song go? Thank you. For for taking my V-plates, Ben. It was a wonderful night. You've never called me since that night. I feel like I'm in love. Wonderful song. That was the demo. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to hear the real thing. <laughs> John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. We've got Megan uh, from a day show in here with us at the moment. And uh, we don't know what's going on, but Sharon said we'd like to hear the story. <laughs> I was uh, in the studio and I heard the office gasp. And I was like, oh my God, someone just got naked. Or someone's just seen a celebrity DP or something. So I went out to find out what was going on. Turns out what was going on was quite risque. Mm. And it involved our very own Megan, mm. who at the moment is trying to get a mortgage so her and uh, her boyfriend can buy a house. Yes. And uh, something has got in the way of this dream, though, hasn't it, Megan? <laughs> you got told off, didn't you, Megan? I did. A, well, a little bit. I got I got a, a warning from my mortgage broker, who I love. His name is Malcolm. He's fantastic. And he sent me a private email yesterday because we have been getting turned down from banks, left, right and centre. To be fair, we don't have that much money, so it makes sense. But he did say... Megan, I just want to warn you, maybe check on your references and um, your account names before we put in another uh, home loan application. And right. <laughs> because everybody, like, as a joke, if you, like, owe your friend's money or whatever and you put it in their account, you put, like, a funny reference. Oh, if you're doing online yes. banking sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. But yours like, were quite... Oh, sexual favours or something like that. Exactly. So uh, he told me about the so one he... that just says boobs, um, <laughs> and that one goes to my mum, which is <laughs> very strange. Are you, are you what, transferring money for your mum to get some new boobs? Yeah, well, I, that was the personal joke, and um, <laughs> I just don't think it would look that funny on paper, and the other ones are like gobby oh. and... Um, oh. 
and I would, I would say more, but they can't actually go on air. And um, my bank statements, if you read through them, don't paint it, the best picture of it, me and how I spend my money. It looks like Megan has been paying $40 for some really, really R18 things. To be fair, my mortgage broker then emailed back and say, well, I reckon that's good market value price, so I'm getting a Creepy. bargain. Well, what, are you, what, are you, what are you charging for one of those things you just mentioned? <laughs> oh, no, what are you paying? Because you're paying. You're I'm transferring paying. the money. What, what, were you, what were they charging? Well, it was only ever 10 or $5. That is a great market rate. But then, I just, I didn't think about it. I don't know why. They just, I, I would have changed them years ago to, to and connected them to my friends' names um, online thinking it was funny and then it just stays every single time. So for the past six months, they have seen my bank statements and been turning me down because I have looked Banging rather... Banging into prostitution. <laughs> promiscuous. So you're claiming on these things too? For the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gosh. It's funny though, the things that you do put in your bank statement as like a personal joke with the person, like... Um, Although mine are so boring compared to yours, Megan, but whenever I transfer money to my husband, I always uh, tram- transfer it as top towel. Because actually, I don't even tell us because my story sounds so shit. No, it's starting good. It's starting strong. Tell us more about top towel. It's a, um, <laughs> top towel, because we would always accidentally use each other's towel. And then we she's had still this, going on with the story. We have these stupid arguments about whose towel is the top towel. It's like, my towel's the top. I told you it was a shit story. But you finished it. I should have stopped with the cleaning up story. God damn anyway, it. so heed of warning to anybody else out there yeah. that ever wants to buy a house, stop using sexual favours as your <laughs> reference to your friends because you will get an email from the bank saying, please clean up your conduct, which I didn't know what that meant until now. Okay, okay. But a bargain-based price gobby is, yes. is what could stop you from getting a house. <laughs> That okay. never actually happened. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Okay, so everyone needs to name their favourite part of the week. Go on. You know what my favourite part of the week was? I had a fantastic kebab. Did you? It was a, oh, were I you was actually a, asking... I thought you were asking for a part of the week, not yeah. like a peak of the no, week. No, no, no. Favourite part of the week. And I had a wonderful kebab. Chicken. <laughs> aioli. All the aioli was oh, yeah, magnificent. Okay. Favourite part of the week for you, Sharon? My favourite part of the week was I went to the Kehlani concert on Wednesday night and it was one of the best vocal performances from a female artist I've ever seen. She mm. was incredible. Anyway, Ben, what was your favourite part of the week? I went to Matilda, uh, the musical last night. That was fun. I went to Matilda as well. This that is was Ben's part. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, okay. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, it was good. exceptional if show. If you get a chance to go see the show, it is amazing. I'm not a musical guy. That is my part of the week, mate. If yeah. this is, you had you, your charts, you talked about a kebab. <laughs> okay? Yeah. Great show. If you do anything, go see Matilda. Oh, sorry. No, no, sorry. sorry. No, it was a great show. I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm it jealous time. that you picked that as your favourite, but I want to change it. The kebab might have been nice too. I don't know. I didn't have the kebab. <laughs> anyway, that's not all the great bits we've had this week. And here are the better bits of the week. This week, Sharon wanted to share some beauty hacks, and the boys were very interested. Before the show, Sharon uh, comes up to the two of us, John O'Right, and she's like, I've gotten this makeup chat and you guys won't be interested. So before the show, we uh, we recorded some reactions. If you want to get the best out of your mascara, whack it in your bra at the start of doing your makeup so by the time you get to mascara, it's going to be all warm and it goes on nicer. Far out. Ooh, tell us more. Hey, that's not me interrupting. That's Jono pushing the buttons. Jonathan, I'll come over there. Wow. Ooh, tell us more. I don't have anything, I don't have anything more. That was, that was wow. the whole thing. Wow. <laughs> Far out. I reckon Kim K does that. Wow, you tell right. us more. Wow. <laughs> We're loving you. Oh, oh, my God. Tell us more. I've only got one more. <laughs> That's 
Friday, we're forming a crack team to take over Time Zone to win the most expensive prize on the wall. Look, I just okay. want to know how long you think it would take me to get 5,000 tickets. If you're really good and you play the right games, I'd say, like, three hours. Only three hours, you're saying, for 5,000 tickets. Don't quote me on that because it might not, like, No, quote, quote, unquote, Time Zone <laughs> Hornby, only three, three hours. hours. Do you reckon that Ben should do this? Well, I guess then he has to do it. Yeah, he, he does. does. If you love your daughter, you have to do quite this. Quite unquote. Quite unquote, time zone <laughs> Jono was nominated for the Woman's Day Radio Hunk, but isn't playing ball. He I can't do it. refuses to participate and take his photo for the hottest so radio hunk. I never wanted to be in this competition. You're like, <laughs> Sharon, Sharon believe me in this competition. My mum, Annie Pryor, she phoned me up yesterday horrified that, that, got that, great answers. that I wasn't part of the shoot. Oh, she bring Annie now. Let's get Annie's support. So he made a calendar for the edge, didn't he? With That's all right. He did. That's why Jay can uh, not go to the appointment. You could have one of those photos. Well, thank you, Mum. What, what a great brainstorm this has been. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely don't regret calling you. Actually. Yeah, listen, I don't really want Dawson from Dawson's Creek, James Vanderbeek, joined us to talk about his new show where he plays DJ Diplo. Were you butt naked or were you sort of having a modesty sort of pouch? I had some strategically placed fabric. <laughs> James. Not much. You know, I've heard about people using double stick tape. Have you ever had yeah. gaffer tape attached to your pubic hair? <laughs> yeah. A nightmare to remove. Although you give yourself a nice wax at the same time. I will applaud you guys. That is the first time I've ever been asked that question. <laughs> we come to New Zealand, mate. We may not have big budgets, but we've got a lot of gaffer tape, OK? <laughs> While Jono and Ben tried to get in a plug for their TV show, Sharon sabotaged it with a real-life dog. Sharon's brought a dog in there. Every time we talk about the TV show, I try to plug it. The dog starts going off. And I thought Brew was the bitch. What? <laughs> Mean. Would you say that Ben's the ugly one? Oh no, you think Jono is. Is it Jono you think is the ugly one? Sharon is interviewing a dog. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Has the show come to you interviewing a dog? Okay, tonight, 7.33. Brew, you'll be watching. Two bucks if you'll be watching Jono and Ben, mate. That's the way. <laughs> what a week. What a week. Yeah, been a fun I'll tell week. you what, that'll go down in history. It's one of the weeks. <laughs> we'll do it all again next week. That was another fine John O'Ben and Sharon podcast. If you need more of them in your life, try the John O'Ben and Sharon 24-7 channel on the Rover app and listen live on the edge three till seven weekdays.